Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Sorry about no that. Worries. So let's All get right. started. Turn off your other one. Can you hear me? Yep. All good. Okay, let's get started. Let's go. Welcome to Blockchain Bandwagon, the podcast where we explore the depths of blockchain, cryptocurrencies, and the technology shaping our future. I'm your host, Chet Chakuri, and today we are going to have a lively debate on two exciting technologies, AI and blockchain. Uh, we will see if they complement each other or not. I'm the founder of TogetherMDM. Our solution helps healthcare providers protect their identity on a blockchain. I'm here with my co-host, Brian. Brian and I like to research and study various aspects of blockchain technology, and we share that with our audience. Now, let me hand it over to my co-host, Brian, who will introduce himself and give us a sneak peek into today's exciting Hi, hey, Chuck. Good to see you. My name is Brian. I've been in the staffing business for over 25 years, uh, putting IT professionals to work. And um, hey, Chuck, good to see you. My name is Brian. I've been in the staffing business for over 25 years, uh, putting IT professionals to work. And um, today, uh, like Chuck had mentioned, we're having a, a quick little friendly debate about uh, the today. Uh, like Chuck had mentioned, we're having a, a quick little friendly debate about the uh, the AI and blockchain AI one. And uh, hey, one thing before we dive in, remember, subscribe to the podcast here. Also, check it out on Spotify, Google, and Apple. Um, we're here usually on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. I know it's Wednesday, but uh, usually 2 p.m. Pacific time on Tuesdays. And um, hopefully you can join us. Chuck, take it away. Thank you, Brian. And I am looking forward to our debate. And I have to admit, I was very kind of uh, not sure. And I know we talked about the two sides. I didn't think they were compatible. Uh, so I went and uh, used ChatGPT to prepare for my debate. <laughs> trying to find uh, and did the AI say, yes, we're compatible? No, I, I, I saw if I lose, I have ChatGPT. Uh, so. You know, last week, if I remember right, Chuck, I, I I think even you, you thought that you were going to win this no matter what. Like there was no doubt that you were going to win this no matter what. Like there was no doubt AI and blockchain had no business being together. It's, it's I think so too, because they, but so I to win. I'm going to frame this slightly different. There's no winning and losing. Okay. It's what uh, AI and blockchain had no business being together. It's, it's I think so too, because. They, but so I to win, I'm going to frame this slightly different. There's no winning and losing. Okay. It's what, uh, and we they're both going to change the world. We believe that. And if I am doing an AI project, okay, I am good on its own, but blockchain can be my data store, mm -hmm. you know, it can add its capabilities for my AI right. project, okay. I have an AI project. And I'm leveraging the capabilities of blockchain. That I see as not a mm -hmm. problem. Okay. Now I have a blockchain project. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then I have so much data. I have smart contracts. I have my whole use case in blockchain. But then I can leverage AI to automate a lot of the stuff or to find intelligence. Like if I if I have a blockchain that's serving patients, I can use AI to give me intelligence. Sure. Okay? So that. I have no problem, but my problem of compatibility is 
when I have a product and then I have to use them both in that product. Example, like what? One example would be, uh, I have a surveillance system. Okay. All right. And then I'm combining AI's predictive analysis and its uh, ability to recognize stuff, right? Uh, then blockchain is supposed to be for privacy. Not necessarily. I'm using it. Like if I'm using it for a privacy, my project, I'm not saying in the other models, yeah, yeah, you're right. I gotcha. But I'm using it for privacy and then I'm using it for survey, automating, finding intelligence surveillance. Mm -hmm. That's, it's a no, no. I mean. (laughs) Why is it a no, no? Because I I, I don't want to be surveyed. It doesn't matter. Right. That's why I'm using blockchain. I'm trying to be. You expect to be surveilled. No, I don't. That's what it's my surveillance. No, no, no. Privacy system, right? It's a private system. I want everything to be private. Okay. I, I, I still see where AI can get involved and in, Ray, if it's a, yeah, but AI can go and take away that privacy. So I don't want that. But uh, so are you a private company doing this? Are you like, what, what's the, no, no, not a private, even if it's a public blockchain, but the purpose of that blockchain solution mm-hmm. is for privacy. But you're surveilling people for a reason, right? So this is probably for security. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I can't use AI to, it will break up my privacy problem. But there is no privacy. I'm giving you an example where there can be a problem combining them too. Yeah, I get it. But there's, I think it can actually in your the surveillance, uh, surveillance setting is actually can enhance even even more data, right? So on a blockchain, can you have- No, so I don't data. want surveillance, I want privacy. I'm getting- I, want so, private. I don't understand, like I'm not getting why we want privacy if you're surveilling. Okay. So AI is used for surveillance, okay? AI is very good. It, it can detect- Space recognition and all that, right? Of course. Yeah, so AI is great for surveillance. Mm-hmm. But then I'm using private blockchain data meant for privacy but they'll, they'll never have access to it right because it's a private exactly blockchain. so they won't now, work together blockchain you can do that right it can it, it might it might give you ai might be able to give you instances like hey this i'm going to infer that this type of person might be the way they're acting right can give a, a security person or a thing an, an idea yeah, right? AI can do it i'm not saying AI can do it right but then it defeats the purpose of my blockchain purpose a privacy but on a private blockchain that's completely different because you would be the one giving permission or not permission to use it to use the yeah. data in, in that scenario i won't even have ai screw it <laughs> because it, it yeah, yeah I can so see that, it. that's an example where they don't go together right but they were never meant to be together in that case then right so that's not one that like hey it's really it could be but they sh- they're not going to they were they're expected to be separate entities because of your that's, presentation that, that's the point yes you're right yeah. They're not meant to be together. Right. They're not, not in that. Right. Not saying they won't be used. Maybe they're used for nefarious reasons or whatnot. But, uh, um, but they're, yeah, yeah, if you're looking to be completely private and private things. Yeah. And so I did give my example. What's that? I did give my example that you asked yeah. for. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the only case that you saw that, hey, it's, they shouldn't go together? Um, or did you, did you, on your research, did you say, Hey, 
you know what, maybe I changed my mind a little bit or, hey, wow, there's a lot of places that it, it should. There are some. There are, there are, there are some good cases. I, I'm not de denying that, right? Uh, there, are, there are some definitely some positive cases where they do go together, right? Mm -hmm. Particularly around healthcare, uh, where you, you want some kind of uh, intelligence in, you know, diagnosing intelligence, right? But at the same time, providing privacy. Right. And that's where I think uh, the, the healthcare is a great example of it is where, you know, your private data is already on there and you, you know, let's assume that you are the one that gets to choose of who gets to see what, right? And so uh, you can opt yeah. in to maybe it's research, maybe it's, you know, certain different things. And even if you don't opt in, um, there's data that could be collected and, you know, a generalization come up. I'm sure that's, that's what, what will happen at some point, but I think there. Yes. But, but that would be slightly different in a sense. I could have trained my model outside of the blockchain too. But you don't have, you, you don't have. Right. Okay. No, let's say I already have a trained model. Then I'm just, I'm not breaking you know what, any, hey, any you know what? Let me let me ask this. Right. It just actually popped in my head. Is all this okay? Does this stuff need to be on a blockchain, and or can AI just do it? AI can do it in any database at any time, anywhere, right? I mean, you just plug in and, and plug and play, right? Yes. So th that is true. But the, the, when we talk about data sharing with AI, right, from blockchain. Right now, my data, I don't have any control over it. It is mm -hmm. controlled by Google yep. or Facebook or whoever controls it, right? And AI is taking that data from some other place, even there is a blockchain, okay? But if my data is protected and in my control, decentralized in a blockchain, then I am empowered to give permission for use. Correct. Right. So that. So let me go back to let me let me ask this. It's um. Your health records are in an EMR, right? Electronic management record system. It's already in there, right? So can you, you just? I'm sure it's happening, right? AI is plugged into it to understand understand uh, the way how many times a year you should be going to see a doctor and how many times of this or hey it's a lot hey you. If your cholesterol and your, you know, your blood pressure and you're doing this and that, this type of person, you should be doing this. Does it make, it makes predictive, right? It gives you predictive outcomes, right? Is it doing it right now, right? Yes. With that? No, it's not doing right now. It's not doing right now. The re this is the problem. I was at an AI yeah. conference this week. Okay. So one of the biggest challenges in healthcare is this data that is mm -hmm. out there with, in a lot of the EMRs. That can't be used for machine learning. Okay. okay. And whatever data that they have is very de-identified. They can only for generalized okay. stuff. So they could never say uh, these five, six characteristics cause cancer. Okay. These five, seven things cause Alzheimer's. Right, right. Then, then they need to know the guy's age, a lot of information about you to make that content. Right. Yep. So they don't have that. 
So one of the biggest challenges in healthcare AI is because of HIPAA laws, privacy laws, data sharing restrictions, there is nothing they can do. So except some generalized anonymized data. So I'm going to go to the, everything goes on blockchain, right? Then what they could do is they can go to individually and say, Hey, Brian, I know Opt-in, would you right. mind sharing your data? Not right. all of it. We are trying to diagnose, say, let's say, right. I don't know. I'm just making something. Yep. Let's say you have Alzheimer's. For sure. Right? For sure. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then they'll say, hey, Brian, you have Alzheimer's. We are looking for this piece of information. Would you care to right. give it for reason? And then they can go to you, right? Or they can just say, anybody with Alzheimer's, can you please share your data? Right. And then you click a button, then whoever wants to research. And it's up to you, right? Yeah, you, you have that control. Right. Right now, without that control, there is no data. So I think it's a, I think in the two spaces, I think in healthcare and life sciences, I think it's, I think the blockchain and AI together are complete and utter game changers. Oh, that's really I mean, huge. absolutely game changers in terms of yes. predictive analytics to find out cures for different diseases yes. and prevention. Yes. So the, these people, they created this AI Med Foundation just for that, right? Because there is no, I mean, they're getting a lot of doctors because most of the, when I went to the conference yesterday, everybody there is a physician mm-hmm. because physicians have access to their patient data. Right. right correct. Yep. So what they can then do is if I am, like say, uh, there is this one guy who is building a product, uh, he's a physician and he helps people lose weight. Mm -hmm. And that's his thing. So he's developing an app where he can collect information for all his patients. And then he wants to build a model on top of it. Sure. Right? So there are, and he has his own, process for taking care of his patients, right? Yeah. So he's marketing that as his, so don't of it. Sure. Right? So there are, and he has his own process for taking care of his patients, right? Yeah. So he's marketing that as his, so those are the kind of people that are getting into because they can get access to data. Yeah, no, so, I, I, no, I was gonna say, what, example that's great it's in blockchain and people have permission then people like google microsoft amazon those are the kind of people that are getting into because they can get access to data yeah no so, I, I no i was gonna say what, example that's great it's in blockchain and people have permission then people like google microsoft amazon they can access that tons and tons of data mm-hmm and start building models. Right. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I, I think that's been, I think we talked a, a few weeks ago about, uh, you know, IP and- um, They can access that tons and tons of data mm-hmm. and start building models. Right. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I, I think that's been, I think we talked a, a few weeks ago about, uh, you know, IP and um, and, and certain different, uh, different areas of, 
you know, research papers within that space. And, and it's very difficult to get them for any length of time and people don't get paid correctly for them. And, and uh, I think this area can absolutely, there's actually a company that's trying to start that monetization of IP across healthcare industry um, that I, that I researched on. And uh, uh, it's really, a, it's really an interesting uh, concept of, uh, of understanding your IP's worth. And so I think this is, I, I think it's, really big, especially for that space. Wow. So which other ones that you thought was good example? Now it's your turn. Oh, I think, I mean, there's, there's a, uh, you know, it's everything. I mean, you know, we, we've talked about supply chain, I think almost every single episode, right? I mean, because it makes a lot of, makes, you know, supply chain and, you know, it makes a lot of sense. And so does, so does a finance industry. So whatever, a ton, but there's uh, um, a, a few companies Especially within supply chain, um, right? They have uh, they have blockchain as their base, right? To to have all their distributed data and have it centra- decentralized data, um, and then they use AI to do analytics on everything in the process, whether it's you know from payments to understanding crops when when and best to plant, right? Out of out of uh, and, and harvest out of the, just the information that's given to the blockchain, right? It's on there, it's irrefutable data. Um, so I think that's where, I think that's, I think that's the biggest benefit of the two. It's trusted data that gets analyzed in a very fast fashion and a machine learning, you know, as it says, it will learn over time how to, how to get better and how to, how to, um, how to become more efficient, how processes can be more efficient. It thinks, but we'll start. So, so, so they're taking data from the blockchain, all of the data that is on the blockchain and yes. using AI on top of it. Exactly what they're doing. I see. And that's almost basically in every single case, um, right? They, the data, right? AI is only as good as the data you put in. It's like anything, right? Your computer is only as good as it, what you put in. Your body is only as produces only great things. If you put in great things, you know, you have to if you put in crappy things, you're not going to be in great health. Right. So it's the same thing with AI. You have to have great data and there's going to be at some point, right. Data monetization of your own data, um, as well as your company's data. And you can sell that. And it can be, a. I saw a couple of ideas of people saying there could be like a, a little logo that says, you know, this data is certified by whatever and AI you know, people that want to run AI can buy that data and run their simulations and run, uh, run whatever they want off of it, knowing that that's trusted data and their machine will learn off of that data and will keep on learning over time off of great data instead yeah. of junk data. See, this is very interesting what you're saying, because when I build models today, right, in machine learning, what I'm doing is there is two types of data. There is the actual transaction, data, like my orders or my sales or my returns or, you know, those are the actual data, right? That was what I'm building models, like, hey, which of these orders are more likely to be fulfilled or which of these orders are, you know, our customers who are taking loans might not pay back. So those kind of machine learning analysis I'm doing Mm -hmm. from a whole bunch of orders, right? 
let's say, but I think in blockchain, what you get is a slightly different data. So every change, mm -hmm. like a product is there, right? How it is moving? Because a lot of IoT and yep. all the changes that are happening yes. are getting recorded, right? So not only I have, I'm not comparing mm -hmm. products, bunch of products, but I'm also compare like analyzing right. the changes to the product. And particularly if I'm managing that product all the way from manufacturer to yep. its end of life, how the customer is right. using, right? And there is a lot of rich information, particularly some of the products like uh, I was working with a company, a mining company one time, right? And when uh, they sell this huge mining right. equipment, right? Right. So when they track that mm -hmm. mining equipment right from its manufacturing, right. because all the sensors it has, all the data, because what it does, it has so much instrumentation within it. What walls are taking, what pressure was in where, you know, how much strength is there, if there's any, every yep. piece of information, it goes yep. back to the manufacturer, right? So the manufacturer keeps track of all right. of its performance characteristics yep. every day, right? And then a monthly or two monthly, hey, your maintenance schedule is happening or right. this part broke. Right. And then they ship the product and then these people have to. So the product, the project I was doing at the time was the, the mining company didn't know what would break when. And when it breaks, it's gone for a, a, a day or two, right. gone, right. they lose right. millions of dollars. So they were asking me to look at yep. the manufacturer's data that they have access to and build a model to tell them, do something preventive maintenance. So, so that doesn't in fail. that exact scenario, right? I think this is perfect for AI. It is absolutely yeah, perfect being, they don't need a Chuck or a Brian or a Tim or a Terry or a Jill or a Sally to analyze the data. The AI analyzes the data for yeah. them and automates that entire process. Yes. Even if it before, even if it goes back to the current it goes back in bulk, comes yep. back in bulk, right? If it's on a blockchain, they can analyze it right there. Right. So the data is there. It's right. It takes people to analyze things usually, right? So it, data, you have to analyze it. Yeah. But with AI, it's all automated. It's, and it will learn over time. It learns over time. That's the whole point of it. Yeah. And so one example, yes. your exactly. example is, is actually, that's, almost exactly like one of the examples I was reading about of a company doing this, a manufacturing company um, doing it by, why I said parts is they have by part, right? By part, they know when things are getting shipped, when it's get put together, when it goes from, you know, goes from making to production and AI can predict exactly exact time it will be ready. So people are ready to go as soon as it's there. There's no, there's no, hey, we think it's going to be there this. Hey, it looks like it's going to be this two-day window. There's none of that. It's, hey, this is exactly what it's going to be. Yeah. And you're, it's all, right? It's, at the end of the day, it's all about making money or losing money. And that's, if you see, and save a day or two, that's a lot of money being gained. No, and that's what's, uh, 
the data part of it, uh, the the change data, the, the change to the product, product as it right. happens, is a great use case for blockchain data. Yeah, and so instead of you have right, so instead of you having to look at it every time it's changed and you get a note, whatever it is, a notification, however it works. Um, AI just updates it automatically. Thanks, right? It's always thinking, oh, and then that will become part of their system, and they'll always look for it. It's, it's a. I think the two technologies are just amazing. Um, and like you mentioned, there's there's areas that it probably shouldn't be in. Um, they shouldn't be together in certain areas. But I think in most things, I think it's a used correctly um, with the right data, and uh, it's just as a, a complete game changer for for certain areas, for most areas, yeah. honestly. I think, uh, Matt, what did I say? I saw a number. Oh, what was that number? It was, uh, let me think. Um, it was like a Price Waterhouse. Uh, uh, it was, uh, oh, um, by 2030, that was it. By 2030, AI will end up being 15.7 trillion. Will the, it will add 15.7 trillion to the world economy, which is like 4% of the GDP worldwide, which is incredible, I mean, which is ridiculous. Um, and then, uh, Gartner, they predicted that the value of blockchain will increase by 3.1 trillion over the same time span. Um, so, I mean, these two technologies, I think, can just, uh, I think we're going to see a huge leap in the next, uh, and we're in the very beginning. Like it's, it's wide open. There's no regulations. There's nothing. There's really, uh, it's, it's, a. Uh, what can your mind imagine? You know, one of the things that I think is also data monetization. Yes. We, 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 we don't really have uh, a way to make people make money from their data, right? Everybody's taking everybody's data. There's uh, false data uh, because that I think is also a very good reason to use and combine both of them, right? To really empower people with the data. A thousand percent. Um, yeah, there's there's a there's there's definite companies out there that are, are and a lot of these are startups. Or the last few years, they don't have a ton of people working for them yet, but they have great ideas. Um, but it's you know, data monetization is is uh, is huge, and that's. Remember Andrew Yang, you know, the, the presidential nominee, or he was yeah. running. And his thing is he wanted to pay everybody a thousand bucks a month and everybody laughed him, you know, laugh, laughed at him and did whatnot. But he's like, hey, I'm paying you for your data um, that Facebook and Google and all them collect for free and they, they make money off of it, right? So yeah. you're going to get to use your data and you get to decide how it's used. Um, that's, you know, hey, basis of Web3. So... You know, Brian, one thing that really right now to make money, you have to own it. Yes. Right? And right now, the ownership is very fluid, is debatable. Mm -hmm. Right. Even if I take a patient record. Okay. Now, your doctor prescribes a medicine. Your, your physical characteristics and your diagnosis is your your information. I can mm -hmm. get that. But if I prescribe, uh, let's say, I don't know, some drug A, 
Do I own anything? I'm a physician. I added that information. Right. I... Right. Let's say, or I'm a physician and I have a license number, say ABC mm -hmm. from California. Right. Now, can I change it? No. Can I change the expiration date on right. it? No. Right. <laughs> right. The only person or only entity that can change that number or the expiration is the California Board of right. License. Anybody else changing that is not kosher. Right. right. Let's say I have a social security number. That's my number. But, but can it I doesn't it? have to be changed, right? It's not about being changed. It's about letting... No, no, I could. I mean, if it gets compromised, I can go and but ask let, for a new number. But it's, it's, it's how you utilize that number, right? Instead of somebody else taking a number or taking your license or taking, uh, taking your information. No, but that particular number has some value to it, right? You can go apply a loan with that number on my name. Mm -hmm. Then then yeah. I want to protect it, Right. But I can't just change that. I have no right to change my license, my social security number, even though I own it. Right. I don't. Right. I, I, I don't. Think, I, I don't think that's right. You know. So when we talk about data, yeah. this is the concepts I'm bringing up: a right to change, right to own, right to share, and right. Well, you're to not going to change your health records. That's the thing. You're not changing your identity. You're not changing. No, no, change it's adding it. You could change it. I mean, you all my driver's license number is fine. And that's your information, it. right? That's your information. So if you're. No, but I don't have the right to change it. So let's say but I have a driver's license. It's not the same as getting a prescription. Right? You have the right to share that with anybody you want, the prescription right? Prescription is different, but then the, the doctor can take it away. I don't no longer want to prescribe this. No. I want to prescribe this for three months, but then after that, I want right. to take but it away. If you go and uh, right, you go to another doctor and they say, okay, have you been on any prescriptions? It's up to you to say whether you were or not, right? It's the same thing as owning your data. You don't have to tell them anything if you don't want to. No, it's, it's yeah, you. Exactly. So that, that is the sharing right. idea, right? What can right. I share? Whether I want to share, yep. whether I don't want to share, right? So the point I'm trying to make is, all of these nuances of data ownership, data change, right? Data visibility are only possible with Web3 and blockchain. Agreed. I can't do that on a regular Excel spreadsheet, <laughs> right? Or I can't even right. track Yeah, it. that would be fun, huh? <laughs> <laughs> right? Even if I put it on Google Docs, <laughs> You can change it. I can change and, it. I can see and, you changed it. Correct. Yeah. And that's the great thing about blockchain. It, you, you know what's been changed, right? Yeah. And then you can actually prevent them from seeing us, it. It's AI is a great auditor, right? So although you don't have to have people go through an audit thing, you can audit it. It can all be automated. New process. Yes. So with, with, with uh, AI, then we know who owns it. And then who can give permissions and then can be appropriately uh, compensated for yes correct yes and that i think that goes right to life sciences i think that's exactly goes yeah. to that area i mean that's a huge area which i think uh 
right? Our, our drugs are so expensive. People just think, you know, companies want to charge so much. Well, there's a hundred drugs that failed that they spent millions of dollars on to get one that goes through and makes money. <laughs> so you yeah. have to charge as much as you can, as long as you can, um, before the patent runs out and other people can make generic, right? And so you can fund yeah. your other data. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just, that's the way it is. And so I think with this um, combined technology, I think it can make thing, people want to work together a lot more because they know that their stuff isn't going to be stolen and that they're gonna get credit for what they do. Interesting. So I'm just picking on what you just said. They want to work together. Yeah, right? I think people so, generally wanna to work together. But you're- Yeah, with the, I mean, with the blockchain- let me, and, let, me, yeah. let me give an example, right? So if you have a lot of proprietary information in your company, right? That you don't want to do, but you know that if you shared it with me, an outsider, you no matter how I used it, you were gonna get paid on it, you'd probably be a little more free to share information um, if you're getting paid for it, right? If I'm getting paid so for it, yes. that's exactly what this technology does for that for life sciences. They know that they will get paid on it because they're the ones that own the data. And it's irrefutable. It's not like, oh, you might own it. No, it's on the blockchain, you, you do own it. You own your IP. So. It's, uh, I think it's, uh, you know, will it take time for people to get comfortable? I don't know, but it's, I just think it's a, a, a great collaboration tool. Yeah, I, 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 I'm just thinking while you're talking about it. Right now, when they want to test a drug or analyze something, uh, they actually, in clinical trials, they have to screen the patient. They have to track sure. all of their vitals. They have to do mm -hmm. a lot of that information. And then they have to create like different uh, test groups and that group, you know, and then they administer their drug. And then after six or eight months, right. they see how this drug performed. They have to do all of that. Now, if they had access to a lot of the patient yeah. information, Right. If they had my history of for whatever, and then they can once they see that data, they can create that right. test yes. much faster. Right. The control groups and all that much faster. And you can see what did well and what and didn't, then, and you can you can move a lot quicker. Yeah, yeah. It should shave off a lot of time of these clinical trials. Right. I I think. I'm, I'm still getting excited about the fact that data controls, sharing, privacy, that that fine-grained mm -hmm. control over data. It's a complete shift, right? Is what will propel a, a complete, lot of these other things. paradigm shift from what we, we just, right? So Facebook did the greatest thing ever, right? Which uh, unbeknownst to anybody, really, um, it's the greatest repository of information in the history of humans. And you freely gave all your information and yeah. you are continuing to give all your information uh, from pictures to your political views to everything. I mean, everything is there, and that's all free. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah, all free. They're getting that. And it's uh, it's it's uh, absolutely amazing. We, we all willfully did that. So. So in healthcare, all that data right now is with three companies that do uh, mm -hmm. EMR software, 
So, so Sarah, yep, yep, yep. Uh, Meditech, mm-hmm. Epic, these are the guys, all of our medical data for all of the country, majority of it is in these three databases. What if that was all, what, was a, what would happen if that was all shareable and you can decide if you want to share it and AI can run, yes. you know, again, there's a lot of intelligent people out there that would come up with great companies and, and what to do and how to, how to, uh, how to predict future outcomes of your health or certain people's health, right? And uh, what happens if life sciences can have access to that data as well and uh, come up with, with yeah. ways to uh, prevent deaths? I know that data is only I think it's unbelievable. Right? Pharmacies don't have it. Gen- genomics companies don't have it. Uh, insurance companies have only portions of right. it that they prescribe, right? Or they, they pay for. So the, all of that history is in these three databases and that cannot be unleashed until right. the patients are empowered. Yep. Okay. So that is one thing. And what else is there? Uh, let me see what else I have researched. So what's, uh, so we're, you know, it's, we, we've talked to about 40 minutes. What's, uh, so what's your thought on, uh, on the whole so, you know, I, I want to talk about one important thing is uh, these are not easy technologies, right? These are so complex, both technically yep. very complex. Right? Uh, AI is getting a little bit easier to use with chat GPT. You know, a lot of people can start using it. Uh, you do think blockchain is easy to use? at all or it doesn't need to be as long as it's in the background. So it still needs to be, so all of this needs to be one, trusted, and two, easy to use, all of it, for mass adoption, right? So nothing's changed yeah. with that side, but I think the biggest uh, biggest obstacle for AI, right, is, is bad data, it's when people don't trust it. Um, so once great data happens and you can start trusting it on a, on a bigger scale, um, that'll become more widespread. And I think AI will become more widespread before blockchain does, right? You think well, as in more trust, I, I say more trust just because of when you say blockchain, you think crypto, right? So okay. it, it'll take time. What about, so I'm, not, I'm going to give you all the cons for delays or, you know, what about the regulatory challenges? Because AI is, they're talking about regulation. How can they regulate AI? It's a great question. I have no idea. I, I do not know. I, maybe, I, I don't know. Um, I, I just don't know how you can regulate it and, and what you do or, or, you know, I've heard, because I've heard things about, Hey, that needs to slow down. Well, what does that actually mean? Like I have anybody explain like, what does yeah. slow down mean? Does it mean not integrated into certain things? Not you're only allowed to use so much. I, I like I just don't understand that concept. You either use it and it learns, or you don't, and you don't use it. I, I, I may again. I'm not very smart. No. So when, when I, I I I heard a couple of uh, red circle articles on regulating AI. So some of the ideas that are floating out there is if you want to deploy a model. It has to be licensed or it has to be independently okay. verified. Right? So 
there should be some kind of an independent licensing organization that says you could you or you can say you could only use this type of data or your data has to meet certain criteria before it can be used or you can only deploy it to not let children have it or not let yeah I, you know yeah, I'm, I'm left that. yeah I, uh, I understand not that I agree with but yes, because people are regulating it right in some way, but they're regulating it out of fear. For example, some companies don't want people to use ChatGPT. Right. Some schools don't right. want to use ChatGPT. Why do you think that is? Right. So the school district is regulating it on its own. Now a regulation say school should not prevent people from using it, or school should only be used before the exam or during mm -hmm. the exam. Now, is it okay to use so it during teacher, an exam? Right? I mean, each, each, each area is different, but I, I think of it as, I guess I think of this technology not as a substitute for, but an enhancement to, right? So it enhances what we're already doing or enhances our ideas or it, it makes my, it, it cuts the time I have to do something by whatever percentage. Um, it enhances. It's not taking away my mind and it's not doing the work for me. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people, maybe that's what a lot of people want is they want to sit back and have somebody, you know, have a computer do all the work for them, but they get paid. I, 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 I don't know. That, that doesn't work, right? Why would they exactly. pay you? They would just hire the so, computer. So, um, you know, I always, I always see these, these technologies. It's not like, I see them as opportunities, right? See them as opportunity for something, right? I got to figure out how to use it for my benefits. Um, or for my company's benefit or for, you know, hey, our family's benefit, whatever it might be, right? Um, not like, oh, how can it replace what I'm doing, right? How can it, how can, how can AI do the work for me yet I still get a paycheck? How can that happen, right? I, 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 let me share something interesting. Yesterday I was watching this one of these mm -hmm. presentations at AI Man. One guy had this thing. If you think AI is going to take your job, you're wrong. The guy exactly. using AI exactly. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Agreed. <laughs> yes, that's exactly perfect. All right. I think that that explains that is what perfect. you just said. Yes, perfect. that is perfect. That's I believe. Right. Yeah, he's not taking your job. The guy yes, using AI exactly because it enhances what they do. That's you know it should enhance what you're doing, right? I'm sure you yeah. use it to enhance your you know research and. And uh, well, I, do I research and mind. do that and use some coding. And it just enhances what you do and you can do it quicker and more efficiently. That's what I think all this is. And right, blockchain is the same thing, the same type of technology. It makes you, it. there's a lot of great benefits, but it just, it, it does things better, more transparent. It, you know, a, the big the big thing is inclusion. It's, in, it's very inclusive. So is AI. AI is, you know, I think one of your detractors, I, I think I saw, on your note with small businesses, you know, might be a detraction for small businesses. And I, I kind of disagree with that is I think it changes the game for small, for small companies, because there's a ton of places out there that doesn't cost very much. You can be a part of their cloud or part of their, uh, um, part of their technology and you don't have to pay a ton. And yet you get to all the benefits of, uh, of, of AI and blockchain. And, um, and be in a small company and you can take advantage of that and you don't have to 
So let's yeah. talk about one more risk right, of combining these two. Let's say I have a blockchain, right? With millions of nodes on each person's cell phone and blockchain is flourishing, okay? And there are a couple of AI companies that are doing analysis on all of this. Now that is a centralized entity, right? Now if that AI decides Brian should get paid more than Chuck. I like that AI. I'm screwed, right? nice AI. <laughs> <laughs> so that, what happened to the decentralization? <laughs> Brian is equally empowered, Chuck is equally empowered, Chuck has a node, Brian has a node. They're all participating in a blockchain. You know, that's why we got onto the blockchain because we thought it would be decentralized and it would be fair. And everybody has a say. But then this AI, which is analyzing intelligently all of it and choosing you know, winners. I don't see anything like I see it, it depends what the data is, right? It depends what where it is and what it it's what, like, what it's doing. You know, it's all over. We are all sharing that data, right? And one central because we, AI brings central centrality mm -hmm. to a decentralized system. And we don't want central because central can be not trusted. I don't know that it brings central. I mean, that could be I mean, a potential it risk. Could, but I think it's. Uh, I think it's again more more inclusive and more more um, more. Uh, analytical than than a person would be right it, it goes on facts and numbers and data and things of that sort so i, I it depends i guess what you know what kind of company or what we're talking about of of uh you know no i'm just talking about the nature of centralization because we don't trust right centralized systems we think decentralized systems are better they're more fairer they everybody has an opportunity right but then once you centralize on anything, then we don't know whether it will be fair. But why would it be centralized? Uh, I guess I'm... Because the AI nature of AI is it has to collect data from all of this and it has to analyze and build data. a model. I can't just have everybody right, connecting to your AI. blockchain, right? So decentralized. Yeah, the entire blockchain. Yeah, the, the right. decentralized blockchain data from all the so you are, you are doing the same thing as an ai data. right so is, when you analyze data you're doing exactly the same thing you're doing exactly the same thing as a person analyzing data as ai does exactly the same now it does it a, a thousand times better but i don't have access to it and a thousand times better than i do no no i'm not saying it's better or not better not you necessarily can play favorites you can play favorites because you're biased not you can play favorites because your bias is involved no matter what even it, it, just subconsciously, your bias is involved with pure data. Now, over time, if, now, if it is acting against in my now, over time, I, bias, I right? can make an argument that AI can become biased. I can make an argument with that. And probably can prove that. AI, AI is biased out of because the because it's biased by the right. Data. The data tells it Let's what. Say, uh, it, it, 
there is only as good as what the data is. No, it depends on the population, right? So if I build a model with people in India, the population of India, the model is always going to be biased to the diseases that Indian people have. If I build a model based on U.S. population, it will be biased towards the that's your model's uh, preferences, right? Types of that's your model's. That's how you set up the model. No, it is only going to learn from the data. If there is a uh, a lot of people, uh, even even my code, right? When I use ChatGPT today. What happens is there is a version mm -hmm. one of some software. Of course. There is version of two of one of software. Yep. There's version three. Mm -hmm. And then today is version five. Okay. So when I ask it to write code, it looks up how many people have done mm -hmm. similar code before. So it is going to give me a code from a version two package. At that point, I need to say to it, hey, can you rewrite this code with right. version four, which is the latest and very, very right. few examples are there because it got, it just mm -hmm. got released last month. Then it will go and write right. it for me in version four. But by, by out of the gate, it is biased no, towards because you didn't give a correct data, data, right? You gave it a generalized data. I didn't know. Which but, right, because, was the right, because then you, you learn, right? You're like, okay, oh wow, that's not the right one. Now I need to be more specific. I need to be, I need to be a better guide, right? And so that's right. Yes, yeah. And that's my point. I'm saying so. The reason I'm guiding because it is biased out of the gate. I don't think it's biased. I think it is. It, finds it. it, it is called a bias, right? I mean, it's it's biasing its answer towards more examples. Than the right example. But that needs to be in your. Right? So I have more examples of older versions and a few examples of the right version mm -hmm. of software, right? The package that it's supposed to use, it doesn't have that many examples of the newest version. Right, so why would it use the newest version that has less examples? I'm just asking, like, I'm being logical. Exactly. It's being no, logical. It doesn't know. Because the model is going by the most right, examples as you it sees. Unless you knew, they said, oh, there's a new version. I need to use that. Right? It's with anything. If you see a lot of one thing, you know, the public doing one thing, and it's a lot this way, and there's only a few people over here. Yeah. Even if I did that, That's I would say, say bias too. bias. It's going with what the data is. It's a bias. It's, Anybody who it's an interesting topic. I, I like that. It's actually very interesting. Okay, the definition of bias is this, right? If you instead of pick, if there is a there is a right choice, and there is a, another choice based on examples or experience mm -hmm. or whatever it is, okay, and you make your decision based on examples instead of the right one, that is a bias. Is that a, is are we agreeing on the definition of bias? No, you're a biased is you are you are prejudiced or you you're against or for something or someone because of some action. That's what you are. That's just, that's, that's the Webster's definition. Say that again. I want to understand. Tendency, inclination or prejudice toward or against something or someone. Oh, you're talking about people, but I'm not talking about people bias. I'm talking about 
decision by us. A disproportionate weight in favor or against an idea or a thing. It's the same thing as data. Okay, so you're not you're saying it's not disproportionate. I'm saying it's, that it's it an interesting topic. <laughs> I'm saying that's very interesting. And that's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying it's very yeah. interesting and it's something I would love to explore. Yeah, it is. I think that's a great point. Yeah. So th this is a hot topic yes. in data science, particularly when we're making predictions. We see if the model is biased. What we say is biased is because it is not on target. You know, the predictions are no, not on I, target. I'm complete. I understand exactly what you're saying. I'm not even disagreeing. I'm just saying it's, it's a very interesting yeah. topic that I would love to explore more, which comes into AI, right? I mean, that's, it's a, it's very, it's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. And I think knowing some of these is makes us use yeah. AI better. Agreed. So finally, before we go, I want to ask you one thing. How long do you think we'll see mass adoption of yeah? Okay, let me ask this. I'm going like, to turn it quiet. Hold on. I, I'll, I'll, yes, I'll answer. But are you talking about companies, people, everybody the same? So I'm going to go back to the, I don't want to give a biased answer. Okay, let's say, let's, mm -hmm. I, this is my personal belief. I think people will adopt before. And I'm the opposite. Adopt. That's funny. I think companies will adopt way before the general public will. You, but then that was not true with internet. That was not true with mobile was, phones. That was not true with was definitely any true. other technology. Companies were way on board with the internet before anybody was. You know what? People were no, using AOL at home, internet. sending emails, MySpace, before companies had an intranet. I know. So I've seen it. I know. I started, I mean, I'm with you. 1996 was when I started with a company, and we just got the internet in 96. And there was. Yeah, but there will always be one company. That's, one, that's not math adoption. Companies were on board back in 87, 88. No, no. Companies will. There will be some companies, but I'm talking about when we say adoption, when I say I'm looking at adoption like this, right? I was working at, I don't know, AT&T, big company, right? We were using email, we were using mainframe, but we did not have an intranet, like internal internet, right? We would use, we would have a browser, we would go to websites, but there was no official policy inside the company or we were not even building anything inside the web. Okay. Even the companies were using client server. They were not even building web apps. Here's why I say you want to know what. So you want to know why oh. I say that is learning from the past. And so, and, and the ability to make money faster and beat your competition more and consolidate your industry more. So AI will allow that. Uh, specifically, AI. will AI and blockchain together be mass adoption? I don't believe so at any time soon. Now, AI will absolutely be adopted very, very quickly by companies, and it already has been. But at a very mass scale, it will be adopted. Okay, I do want to uh, track one thing. 
you are saying companies will adopt first. I'm saying people will adopt first, right? Right now, there are some companies using blockchain. There are some people using blockchain, right? At what point do we say people have adopted or companies have adopted? At what point would you be willing to say, yeah, Chuck, companies have adopted blockchain? What do you need to see? To say I have that? no idea, Chuck. <laughs> I don't know what a metric would be. I, I don't know. <laughs> but it's a two interesting topics. With I, that, I even, I, you even made me write a note. So thanks. <laughs> so let's let's figure that out next time. See, I would like I would I would like to go research on what gets adopted first. Yeah, I like it. Who gets adopted first? Right, and we'll go back and look at old technologies and see who. I think whether people adopt first I, I, or companies adopt first. Before we went way long, which is great. I, I enjoy our conversations, but uh, I, I think people are exactly like AI, right? Exactly. We learn and we adapt and we move forward. And I think people, we learn from our mistakes and people tend to make less mistakes um, over time. And uh, I think that's what we'll, we'll see, um, especially with AI, 100% with AI. Blockchain is a whole different story and I would have to do some looking into that. But, uh, you know, another thing I'd like to find out is what percentage of people go bankrupt or what percentage of companies go bankrupt? Like, like you trying to use the technology to go bankrupt or just go bankrupt in general? You know, you're making bad financial decisions, oh, whether it's companies or whether it's people. It's that's interesting. You think it's equal? Oh, I don't know. Good question. No, there's more people. I don't know. Good question. I'm not sure. The percentage, per, per percentage. I mean, per thousand people or per thousand. I companies. have no idea. Anyways, let's talk about that next time. Awesome. And, I uh, love it. Fun. Thanks. Cool. Hey, it was fun. Hey, hey, I, I saw Shiva. Shiva. Hey. How are you, buddy? <laughs> He has a good conversation. He is taking over uh, a lot of other things. Yeah, we say like that. What you mentioned is correct. His AI is not taking over. The person who is in uh, using the AI will take over. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I yes. like yeah, I see like the. Uh, you like that yeah. one? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, even the blockchain language. Yeah, people keep thinking like, yeah, I will take over my job, which is. Like Brian was saying, that is a misnomer, you know. How does it see using that uh, AI with uh, blockchain? Right? Like, see, even the so, so many areas, like uh, in, improving the smart contract that's immutable. Once it has some bug we find in the smart contract, later is very difficult to edit. So this this AI can help in the loop, fill the loophole on that. Okay, there, that is a very good point you bring up. And uh, this is not a new topic because once you deploy mm -hmm. code into blockchain, it can be changed. If there is a bug, what do you do? Mm -hmm. Right? So there are actually libraries out there. Mm -hmm. Okay? And there are software design patterns out mm -hmm. there to recover no, okay. from that. Mm -hmm. So basically what they do, it's a very simple idea. So there is an entry mm -hmm. point into your code. That never changes. Okay. And once you your code starts to start executing and it will go through a path of uh, a couple of smart contracts 
to execute the problem. Now, when you enter here, I can change that path. If this path is buggy, I can no, create okay. a new path. Mm -hmm. Right? And I can create as many paths I need to execute correctly and ignore the old paths. Yeah. I can't delete mm -hmm. them. Right? But the code will never execute yeah, along those paths. Yeah, especially the AI can hey, improve in those areas also before we create uh, all the blockchain, if anything, because most of the blockchain uh, revolves around the rigidness of this contract. So this AI can help not only this area, so many other areas like yeah, data source management and uh, reading the data faster and better way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there was one example, I don't know if uh, Brian... I think it's in your notes. Right now, blockchain has a problem of takes consuming too much yes. energy to do a cons mm -hmm. to arrive at a consensus, right? So they're talking about AI optimizing that. Yep. Optimizing the consensus algorithm, so that how can I reduce energy consumption? Yep. In my blockchain, there's a lot of creative, creative ideas, and create. I, I just think it's it's. Uh, the two just go together in, in most cases and, and it can only enhance things. Yes, I do agree <laughs> with you, Brian, finally. <laughs> cool. Well, it was a, it was a great time. Thanks, Shiva. Appreciate okay, it. Guys. And, uh, thanks, Krishna. Appreciate it. Yeah. Bye, Bye guys.